Uh, good morning, parents and carers, and welcome to the Primary 7A podcast. Um, I'm sitting here with Miha. Hello. Esme. Hi. Elwa. And Houston. Hi. Okay. Uh, it's certainly been a very busy two weeks with regarding topic, but let's try and find out what we've been doing in math. So in math, we last week we were looking at rounding numbers. Okay. So why is rounding numbers important? Would someone like to help me? Um, Esme. Um, rounding is important because it means that you can basically think about something like if you're using money mm-hmm. you could think about it and just rounding it up when it's only a small difference okay so if i were to say that something um costs one pound 78 um what type of coins would i take would i take one pound 50 or two pounds Probably £2. £2. £2 because I want to round up to make sure I, I have enough. enough. Um, we were doing that with whole numbers and we were also doing that with... Decimals. 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 Okay. Um, within maths uh, this week, we've been looking at understanding numbers and understanding negative numbers. So what is a negative number? And why do, and why do we need negative numbers? Um, a ne- negative number is when you go... Uh, past the whole numbers mm-hmm. so it's even smaller than a like a positive number. what do you mean by a whole number because 1.5 is that a negative number or is that a positive number uh it's a positive one so if i've got 1.5 1.5 apples is that a negative number no no so we can actually it doesn't have to be whole numbers at all times so if we've got a negative number it must go past Zero. Zero. Zero, okay. And why do we need negative numbers? Especially in Scotland, we need it come winter time. Weather. Say that again. The weather. The weather. Absolutely, Elwa, okay. But why do we need the weather? To know how cold or hot it is. Yeah, to know how cold and hot it is. Okay, so these are real-life contexts. Um, so we were learning how to multiply, divide, add, and subtract negative numbers. And to begin with, when I put it up on the board, did you think, oh my word, what is this? Is this yes. a different language? Yes. yes. Well, but, we covered it, sort of. But when we learnt some of the rules, how did you feel? It was quite easy then. Yeah. Okay, just learning about the, the, the certain rules and certain classifications. Okay, so um, we're going to look at literacy. So in literacy, we've been doing some closed procedure. So closed procedure has been looking at um, uh, our comprehension parents and carers. And I gave you uh, a piece of uh, a comprehension where you had to fill in some words. Okay, and you have to f- try and fit the most sensible word into there, okay? We were also looking at, we'll continue on with our poems. And last week we did what type of poem, Houston? Can you remember? Can anyone help? Shape poem. A shape poem, so what is a shape poem? It's the, um, if I write rain, um, rain, rain, I just write the shape, rain, rain, write a, umbrella here okay so so if houston has chosen to write his poem on rain he could uh, write it in the shape of a of a raindrop or an umbrella uh, can anyone remember what other poems we did um limericks okay but in terms of our short shape poems what what shape did peanut. you a peanut and i think you also did a carrot i believe esme is that correct what about you miha Mickey Mouse and a teddy bear. 
And Elwa, can you remember what you did? Rain. Rain as well. Excellent. Okay, so we, we, we wrote our poem down on a piece of paper just to get the words down. Then once we knew we had our, our words, we then looked at different templates. Um, th- today, we did something very sophisticated, something that I did when I was in fifth year at high school. But I thought, do you know what? I think all of you are capable of doing this. What is it we were looking at? Sonnets. Sonnets. So who made sonnets um, famous? Or who, who was renowned for them? William Shakespeare. Absolutely. So what is a sonnet then? It's basically like a four-verse poem. Mm-hmm. And the first and the third line rhyme and the second and the fourth line rhyme. Okay. So you're saying we've got four verses as such. Can anyone remember the fancy words for these? It's with a qu, a quatrain, and the last one's only got how many lines? Two. Two. So yes, so we've got um three verses, um with four lines, and the last one's a couplet. And as um Esme was saying, um lines one and three would rhyme, and lines two and four rhyme. Um, what? There's another rule that we need to assume it. What is it? Each each uh, sentence has to have ten syllables. Excellent. Great. Okay. And I have given you, some of you groaned a little bit about this. Um, what theme did I give you to write your group sonnets on today? All together. Ready? One, two, three. Love. And as you can hear, parents carers, they weren't really enthusiastic about it. However, can I just say, some of them are shaping up absolutely beautifully. Okay, there's lots of similes, there's metaphors, um, there is a, a, a romantic love element, there is love for our, uh, for our pets and things like that as well. Uh, we didn't quite get them finished today, but we will have some time to get these finished off next week. So please look out for it in our next uh, podcast. Um, in Spanish, can anyone remember what we were doing? We learned about family members. Family members, okay. Can you remember some of these family members, anyone? Houston? His sister, big sister. Okay, how do we say sister? Big sister and sister. Yeah, but how do we say that in Spanish? El hermano. Hermana. So if Hermana is sister, what is brother? Hermano. El Hermano. Hermano. Because we've got masculine words and feminine words. Uh, so we learnt the words for mother. Mi madre. Father. Padre. Uh, padre. Parents. Padres. Padres. Um, perfect. And a host of other ones there as well. Um, we also learnt about um, physical traits. Uh, we also learnt about physical traits um, as well. The last two weeks have been very exciting in terms of our World War One topic. Who would like to tell Prince Cairns what we were doing? We were making shoebox trenches. Shoebox trenches. What is a shoebox trench? Can anyone can anyone tell us? Elwa, can you tell us what it entails? It's basically a shoebox, and you like add things to make it like the trenches. Excellent. Okay, and we we've we have been looking at trenches extensively, thinking. Well, 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 do you think you would like to to go to a trench, Elwa? No. no. Elwa's just shocking. Says no, absolutely not. Okay, why not, Elwa? 
is dirty. Dirty. Rank. Cold. Cramped. Wet. Cold. Yeah. Rain. Yeah. It's, it doesn't sound appealing at all. And for, for the last two weeks, we have um, been creating these, these absolutely amazing shoebox trenches out of paper mache and dirt. Um, lollipop sticks amongst many other resources and you'll be able to find them in the photos below in our podcast um, on the Wednesday we joined the classes together Premier 7A and Premier 7B but were we sitting at tables and chairs? no no, no. what were we doing Elva? Uh, basically we had all the tables and we flipped them around to make trenches and then we were working in there and playing absolutely um was it a bit different? Was it different to a, to a normal classroom? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> um, did we enjoy it? Yes. Esme's saying mmm and Houston's saying mmm as well. Why did you not enjoy it? Because I think it's more place. It's more place there. Right, okay. Esme? It's too cramped. Too cramped? But why was it cramped? There's so many of us at one side. Okay, so we did make it rather realistic for you, wasn't it? Okay, um, we we did some literacy within the trenches that day. Uh, what what did we do? We wrote letters home. Okay, what were type of letters? Saying, hi mum, loving my five-star hotel here. Uh, just about to go down to the pool, uh, go in my sun lounger and get a, a, a nice orange juice. <laughs> no, it was about trench life and how you were scared and worried about everything. Okay, absolutely. Um, and we, Miss Craig and I, um, played uh, a letter sent home and it's, it sounded quite harrowing, didn't it? Okay. Um, we also did some maths in the trenches. Different maths. What did we do? Decoding. Coding. Okay. Now, was it linked to our topic? Yes. Yes. Okay, me what is it we had to do? Uh, we get given a, a bunch of random letters and we had to match it up and then we had to find sentences and then we had to put it in like to a letter form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this was based on... Um, can anyone remember what it was based on? The Zimmerman Telegram. Esme, can you continue to tell us what the Zimmerman Telegram is? Basically, it was used during World War One to... How would you say? Well, communicate between German, Germany and Austria-Hungary often, and to communicate between German allies in the trenches, as it could be easily ported. And if it was infiltrated, then the then no one would understand it exactly. But you had many code code breakers in Britain who would try and crack it and managed. Excellent. So, um, so th- did we talk about how the Americans might have got involved? Mm-hmm. We did. Excellent. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm trying to look at my two weeks worth of, of, of uh, timetables here, Parents of Cares. Um, we did so much during this time and obviously the trenches took up a lot of this. Um, I think that is us, um, boys and girls. Um, we hope you enjoyed our podcast and it's a goodbye from me. Bye. 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 And um, we hope to hear from you very soon. Take care and have a lovely weekend.